What's up, everybody? Welcome to the holiday special edition for the 48 Minutes Network. This isn't Shot Callers. This isn't just 48 Minutes. This isn't At Large Bid. All five of us together. The whole squad here. If you know my voice, obviously, I'm Tim Daniel, joined by my regular pod partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mackey. What is going on? How are you, buddy? I'm good. Good. The Shot Callers crew is here. Kyle Brandon. Yay, yay. Ben Brown. Holla! And then the at-large bid cover is here, Ryan Luster. Ryan! Yer! What's going on, buddy? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> so, <clears throat> with the holiday season, with it being Christmas, we just kind of wanted to do one show this week so we didn't have to worry about anything. So we decided just to bring all five of us to you. Um, so this is going to be fun. We're all excited. Uh, we're going to get right into some crazy shit happening over the weekend. Um, first off, before we get into does anyone actually here think that LeBron was tampering? No. Because uh, he was asked the question. I don't. I, that's a tough one, man. Dude, I mean, he was asked the question. He was yeah, dated. Yeah, he. No, no, no. I, I hold on. Let me let me first preface it by saying, I when you ask a question to an athlete, he has to respond. Correct. And he did respond. And even he even the next day they asked him the same. He's like, well, ask me about if I want to play with Jimmy Butler. Ask me if I wanted to play with you know Kevin others. Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? So I understand that. Um, and. I know other people are going to say, oh, well, then they went out to dinner. But I don't think people realize how often superstars and basketball players go out to dinner when they're in their right. friend's cities. So, no, I don't think it's any tampering. I mean, I just think he was he was just having dinner with a buddy. And yeah. and uh, you asked him a question, he gave you an honest response. I'm, I mean, I'm sure the conversation of you should play here didn't come up at all. Oh, for sure it did. No. Yeah. Do you think it's any different than Giannis uh, commenting on Instagram? For Anthony Davis, he commented. No, I don't think Anthony it's any Davis's different. His Instagram has said, "Come to Milwaukee." Is that really any different? No, no, it's no. not. It's recruiting. I feel like Joel Embiid does it every week. Yeah, oh, it's true. <laughs> that's, what, it's that's true. his whole Twitter. I mean, his whole Twitter is yeah. It's true, Twitter's but but this is this is probably the real deal, though, right? I think so. This is. The, I mean, I, I didn't even. Why, I didn't know these guys hung you? out before this. This, this is why this, I'm this glad. Dinner. This is why I'm glad Ryan's here. Because Ryan's like the only one here that's actually like a true Laker fan, but like he's also the guy that doesn't really follow the NBA, so he's going to be the guy to hear go, "Oh, that's crazy." And and he is the one that follows college basketball the most, so he knows the most about tampering. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> true that. True talk. True talk. tampering expert. Yeah. So yeah. so Ryan, we'll bring in the conversation here. Yeah. One, as a Lakers fan, like how much of a basketball boner does this give you? I mean, huge. Yeah, huge. Who doesn't want to see that? Like, is that like you can't walk because it's like one of those? I'm cross eyed. (laughs) 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 But I mean, I think even somebody who doesn't even watch basketball knows that'd be appealing. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Is Um, it is it better than is is the idea of Anthony Davis and the possibility of someone else as well? Is that better than Kawhi and Paul George? Absolutely. I think so. 100%. No question. Really? Because yeah. Kawhi and Paul George are both... Oh, they're having an outstanding years. Right? They're both top ten players this they, year. They are. Yeah, they but are. we're talking about... Yeah, but... but... Who's, who's the number one team in the West right now? Okay, see. Who's right. Who's the number one team in the East? Toronto. 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 Yeah. Who's the best player on those teams right now? Okay. Sh- sure. I, 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 I get, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But do they have as much star power as the Brow? No, but here's in one LA. Of the top three players in the NBA. And on top of that, yeah, and, and, and yeah, I mean, they might be having a great season. That's great and all, but well, you know, he made the point of I'm not meaning to talk over you. I'm sorry. Um, he made the point of you know he cares about legacy over money. Lakers big men, Wilt, Kareem, Shaq, Bynum, Ivana Zubac. Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard. George <laughs> Mikan. George Mikan. Yeah. Most of those were a joke, just so we make sure we preface that. Um, but, you know, to have Anthony Davis kind of carry that Will Kareem Shaq legacy, that's, that's, there's not a bigger legacy than Lakers Center right now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Right. So here's my beef, and this might not be popular. Here I go. How come the Pelicans are in 13th place and are one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year? When they have Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis. Okay, who else do they have? Miritich. He's Randall. not a good defender. He's, he's terrible. Not a good defender. Oh, but I'm saying like, and they're 13th. Why are why is why are the Mavericks better than them? If you took all the players on the Mavericks and all the players on the Pelicans and drafted them, how would that go? Ad, Luca. You take Luca over Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday. Are we talking future? Right now, right, oh, right this, this moment. I would I would ponder it. So the Pelicans have two, have two <laughs> players that are better than anyone on the Mavericks. 
Then Miritich is probably the fourth but best player. To your def- then Randall's two, probably the fifth best player. To go against your point, they're also two and a half games out of like the four seed. Yeah, that's it's fine. a it's a pretty tight race. Yeah, they're, they're allowing like almost the most points per game this year. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's the NBA. Like, not every well, they're, the they're going to get moved to Las Vegas. That doesn't even matter. <laughs> I get it, but I think if we give credit to like certain players for making teams good, then I think you need to hold people accountable when their team's not doing good. Oh, I, I totally get that, but you're you know to that same point. One I don't man. think this is exactly like sixty yeah. percent Anthony Davis's fault either. He's also uh, in the I, toughest I conference too. So it's like I mean, if they're if they're how many games do you say they're out of? They're what not place? far out. Yeah, they're last the, like Wednesday it was two and a half. I don't know what it's at. Yeah, now. so I mean, it's like they're in the <clears> toughest <throat> conference. It's not, you know. But you know, I, I see what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think too, like if, if LeBron, if LeBron's team was in the same place as the Pelicans right now, oh, there'd be a panic. You'd be attack. like, well, it's a, it's LeBron's fault. And you wouldn't say it's a team thing. I would not and you say, would say that. Oh, I, say I, it, I would say it's a team thing. I would not. <laughs> you would say that LeBron's good enough to carry the team. Yeah, what's wrong with that? But it's well then. Anthony Davis is good. Anthony Davis is good enough to carry a team. I mean, well, why yes. isn't he? I don't know, Kyle. Don't because know. sometimes <laughs> things just don't work out in the NBA. <laughs> you just you just Dwight love Howard rattle and Kobe the Bryant didn't work no, out. Like, he's not carrying his team, and I just think it should be acknowledged at least. Sure, but like sometimes shit just doesn't work out. Sometimes shit just doesn't work in the NBA. I mean, prime example is. But do you think Dwight and Kobe? Like Dwight was in his prime when he went there, and that didn't work out. But Demarcus Cousins in, in AD. That was nice. Yeah, but for like what thirty games? For what right. for thirty games, it was great. Yeah. I mean that was you know, you know. But Miritich, Randall. Yeah, yeah, like we we know better than anyone. Miritich is strictly there to hit threes. He's there to hit threes. Yeah, and get punched by Bobby Portis. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. It's always there for. Yeah, Ryan, can yeah. you throw your first? Oh, that's crazy. I'm, I'm just I'm pondering everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he kind of got me when he was saying, like, why does AD get a pass? Do you think it's because he's just not vocal? Uh, he I just think, doesn't I talk? Think it, I don't think anyone ever wants to even entertain the idea that AD's not, like, a top five player. I still think he is skilled a top five player. I you were saying, talking earlier this year that he was the best player. Yeah, I do. But he needs someone to give him the ball. He doesn't take the yeah. ball up the court. When you look at everyone else that's in the MVP conversation, they can take the ball up the court, or the offense goes through them a ton. Yeah, that's fine. And I think their offense goes through him quite a bit. But like, Yeah, but not as much as Giannis, not as much as Kawhi, not as much as Embiid. these point... Sure. You know what I mean? These point forwards or these point guards or whatever. So I, I just think that... But, um, like... And I like I said, I understand where you're coming from with that. I do. But I also don't hold everything to him, and that's kind of like... I mean, yeah, certainly, I'm not saying he's not at fault. Every player's at fault for, like, what's going on. But, like I said, I just sometimes shit just doesn't work from year to year. Like, what they had last year to what they have this year plays a part. You know, and, like, going further with your point, they had Rajon Rondo last year. And the playoffs, we all know what that switch is when he's, like, in the playoffs. They don't have that now. Yeah. Um, who else left from that team? Well, Boogie, obviously, but, like, he wasn't there in the playoffs. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and now, you know, not that Alfred Payton's this god-terrible player, but I don't know if he's the facilitator Rajon Rondo was to make things better for them. I mean, them. Tim Tim Frazier's doing a lot of the dirty work right now. So, I mean, that's not... Is he with him again? Yeah, he is. Man. Yeah, and he's getting a lot of burn time because of Alfred Payton, and Alfred Payton is supposed to go back to starting as soon as he comes back. Has he played, like, seven games this year? Uh, so him and Chris Dunn have a competition to see yeah, who these games? Yeah, he has not played well. I mean, he plays well most of the time, but he's not... Yeah, he had a triple-double the first yeah, week. Yeah, he's he's not... A, he's not. I don't know. He's kind of an enigma, but he's a fantasy god, though. Yes. He's one of those guys. <laughs> yes. He can, He can. you know, he's kind of... You know, he's one of those guys who can get some rebounds, some assists, some points, a few threes. You know, he's nice in that regard. But does he help you win? I don't know. He's got good size. Yeah. So... Let's go I to... Just, I just think it's worth mentioning. Here's my last point, okay? Sure. Opponents' points in the paint. The Bucks are number one in the league, allowing 40 points a game in the paint. Okay. The worst team is the Suns, allowing 52. The Pelicans are allowing 51.3. Wow. So I'm just saying, I don't know where the impact is. I don't I don't know, like, what's the tangible impact. If his team's not do winning, you, do you if think... he's not getting... If he's not being the... Do you think he's lackadaisical because he's still in New Orleans? Do you? Do, but do I don't you? Know. Do I you, just don't. I just don't think it's translating to an to impact wins. Right now. Okay. Well, 
do you think if we... Or if, if it is, I, I just want to know what that looks like then. Say say he gets paired up with a more defensive-minded person, and then he kind of takes the... No, no, no. I mean, another big. Another... Get, get Randall off there. Get Miritich off the team. And get somebody else who can, you know... Like a Bamba or somebody like that. Someone or even like a Wendell Carter, like a young guy who's just basically going to play defense. I've liked Someone go. Anthony Davis t- coming to Chicago, Sean. So, I've, I've liked Al. Yeah, I know. I have to. I have to. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying like somebody, somebody young who's just, or, or who's the guy in Brooklyn right now? Jared Allen? Who blocks like every every big time player now? Like yeah. get somebody like that who's going to just, uh, you need a Kurt Rambis. To basically to be that guy, and then let him do all the yeah, and t- yeah, and ha- let him take the offensive load, you know. So statistically, it just doesn't hold up saying you need two people. The Timberwolves are seventh in the league in points in the paint. They have Carl as one of the two. Rocco, yeah, right. Carl though is yeah. is the main guy defending the paint. Yeah, the Bulls are eighth, where you have. Jabari Park, like I don't know who else. There's is. been like 25 power forwards. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean that, that that could be anyone. I just, I just want to know, like, I don't know. I, I think that Giannis is having the season, and we're seeing the impact. You're such the hipster NBA fan. Well, I'm just saying. What's let me go get my Starbucks and put my beanie on and talk about how Anthony Davis is the best. Tim, it's, it's Tim's. It's Tim's turn. It's Tim's turn now to say what the positive impact. You're getting really Giannis personal right here. <laughs> On the Pelicans. But Giannis is on the Pelicans? Well, that'd be interesting. I mean, fuck. The team is him. He goes. When when he leaves, they're going to ship the team away. Literally, they're going to be in Seattle or Las Vegas. Because of him, they have, what, They'll change the name, too, because it's a terrible (laughs) name. So, I mean, it's like everything about... Who who are Pelican fans? I don't know. I mean, like, who? I know you have a hat. We just do it with every other player. We do it with Harden. We do it with Westbrook. I feel like we do it with everyone. We just don't do it with, with Anthony Davis, is all I'm saying. Sure. Okay. All right, so let's go to the next topic here before someone gets in a fist fight already. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas for 48 minutes. <laughs> Kyle. Yes. You wrote a very good article this week about Lonzo Ball. I did. And I think you bring up a really good point that I'm guilty of myself, of people have looked at Lonzo Ball the wrong way. We expect him to be the second scorer with the Lakers, with LeBron, to kind of be the guy to take the load off of him and kind of make things better for the offense. And he has done that, but more as a facilitator and more as a man-to-man defender. So you bring this, you wrote a really good article pointing out all those things and like what the, kind of like what he actually is good at and why we should appreciate him more. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think you made really good points. So I kind of want to give you a few minutes to kind of talk about it, see if anyone else wants to chime in. Yeah, so a few things really stood out to me when, when really diving into Lonzo Ball. Um, he is really good without the ball in his hands. Um, he's a floor general with without the ball. Um, him and Kuzma in particular will stand on the same side of the court, and he'll motion Kuzma to different spots, um, giving LeBron more space, you know, to to drive, and then giving Kuzma more space for the kickouts, um, and just kind of figuring out where he needs to be. He seems to understand spacing incredibly well. As far as his three-point shot goes, he's shooting the same as Devin Booker this year. Yeah, it's impressive. It's crazy. Yeah, because Devin Booker has been down from three this year. Yeah, he's been down. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, it's just he's he's doing fine from three. I don't think he needs to be a sharpshooter. I compared him in my article to um, you know if he can be a John Wall or like a. Uh, Bledsoe or something like that, right. where he's you know I mean he can't, serviceable at the yeah, three point he can line. Hit a three, okay, it's fine. Um, you know he doesn't have to be like a Westbrook. Westbrook's shooting like twenty percent from three this year or whatever. Right. You know what I mean, and never shoots even thirty percent. So I think that if he can get to around thirty four, thirty five, he'll be good. He'll be able to uh, to draw the defenders a little more, which will make his teammates a little more open. And he's so good at facilitating that that's just. It, it's crazy to even think that his teammates would be more open with how skilled he is as a playmaker. So, yeah, I think too for him, like you kind of talk about the three point shot. I think the th- just the threat of him being able to pull one up, like if he just takes them, I yeah. think matters. You know, like we talk about Ben Simmons all the time. We know everything he can do. We know what he can't do. Right. But like no one's worried about Simmons, Ben Simmons pulling up a three just because right. like he hasn't done it. Lonzo Ball doesn't really shoot the three great, but mm-hmm. you know he'll pull it up here and there. Yeah. And I think that that's a big difference. Not to say that Lonzo is Ben Simmons by any means, because right, right. like Ben Simmons is a freak of nature. Right. But I think that that would really, I think that matters a lot for a point guard. Yeah. Well, I think the the cool thing about the article too that Kyle kind of mentioned is that I think a lot of the pressure is off of him. Yeah. As far as you know, his rookie year, like he came in and 
you know, they're comparing him to all these people, and he's supposed to be the savior, and Showtime's back, and his dad's in the front row, and wearing all that stuff, acting like a clown, and there's all this stuff on him. They're on first take They're every on first week. take every week. I mean, it's all, that all kind of stuff kind of played into it. And now that he's able to just be a basketball player and find his role, you can see, I mean, his game is growing leaps and bounds. And it's not about jump shots, and it's not about doing those. I mean, he's doing all the little things that it takes to be a winner. So uh, I think that's been the coolest thing about that. And the coolest thing about that article is that you can see the growth from year one to where he is now um, as far as being able to space the floor, as far as being able to be a facilitator. And the best thing about it is he's becoming an elite defender, which yes. is really cool. Yes, and I think what we kind of came back to, and like I know, Ryan, I really want you to chime in on this because you were not very high on Lonzo when he came out, um, is we kind of said all along, like, if Lonzo like does what he needs to do, he's the perfect point guard for LeBron. LeBron could be that guy on the block that just puts his hands up and the ball's right there. And we're starting to see that. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on year two now of where he's at? I'm thinking having Rondo's helped him out a lot, too. Yeah. I think having that leadership for him and kind of slowing the game down for him personally has helped him out a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of Rondo just because living in Louisville, they hyped him up a lot. Um, But then seeing kind of the progression that Lonzo's made in that sense, I think that having some kind of leadership and just the knowledge that that Rondo has to instill in him has helped him out a lot too. And the pressure too. You know, his dad shut up, so that helped out a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I think Rondo made a a huge difference for him. Yeah. Just being around him. I was at a wedding like a week ago, a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Rano's brother was there. Nice. Yeah, it was my boss's wedding. Yeah, my boss is like best friends with Rondo. He grew up in Louisville with him. So mm-hmm. yeah, because we were talking about going to that Laker game in February, and he's like, "Yeah, just let me know. I'll get you seats." I'm like, right. I, <laughs> I, I, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's uh, you've done a really good job with your couple articles. The Paul George MVP one, which obviously is looking better and better by the day. Yeah. Um. So man, how good has he been, man? God, he's been unbelievable. Let's talk about that real quick, actually. Yeah, like, it's almost to the point where, like. It's neat because it's like they have two number one options now. It's not Westbrook, then Paul George. And I think that that's going to be a huge thing for them. Um, because you're seeing the role players really step up and evolve too. You know, we talked a lot. Like, I think we all here at university really like Jeremy Grant. Like, we liked what he could yeah, bring to the table. Yeah. And we're Steven stuck, Adams, too. Steven man. Adams has been awesome. He's been fantastic. Nerlens Noel was a really good pickup for them to come yeah. off the bench. Very like, cheap pickup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's the worst risk worth taking. Yeah. I don't know a lot about what Terrence Ferguson's brought. I'm guilty of that. But I really like what the Thunder team's putting together. Yeah. Yeah, it's been cool. And I was looking at a shout out to at the Hoop Central. Uh, they posted this over the last eight games, Paul George's 31.8 points, 8.3 rebounds. 4.8 uh, assist, 1.9 steals, shooting 52% from the field and 47% from three. Dang. For a guy Impressive. that had his leg ruined. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it shattered, destroyed. I mean, we're talking <laughs> Career about, was over. Yeah, like career ending. I mean, yeah. thought, yeah. Like, I mean, he just came back with the event. And, you know, me being a Pacers guy, I mean, I hated losing Paul George. But seeing the way he's developed and, and the way, I mean, it's That trade's basically a tie. Yeah, that, it that is. It, it has been a, yeah. That yeah. trade is going to go down uh, in recent history, I think, is one of the best trades. Just like everyone won. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. not one of these trades. It never happens. It never happens. I can't believe they only gave up that or right. that. Yeah. I can't believe they gave yeah. up that or, wow, they, they thought the value was just totally off. Or yeah. Why did they do well, it? Well, we, we could go back and we could go Paul, Paul Gasol for... For Marcus Saul. Oh shit! That, hey, was, that won, was a great one. Who won the Bulls Timberwolves trade? The Sixers. <laughs> the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, that, that, that's been the really cool thing about seeing uh, this development from Paul George, seeing from where he came from as a Pacer to where he is now. And everybody was shocked when he went. You know, they had that party, and he. I'm going back to OKC. And, he had cornrows. Yeah, you know, we're like, okay, you know, how's this going to work? I mean, it's really. It's really worked out well. And the cool thing about it is, is that as much as a, of an eye guy we all thought Russell Westbrook was, he's really kind of taken a back seat. I mean, he's, I mean, it, he's really kind of let Paul George kind of take over a little If bit. only he would have done that with another small forward. What's his name again? Uh, um, Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that he's letting him take over 
because they have such a bond? Yes. Or do you think he's oh. going to take over because uh, he's yeah. in... There's I, a reason he ended slump, his he's yeah, yeah. triple double. But, well, but I think it is a little bit of a slump for him. I mean, I, he's definitely not shooting the ball as well as he has been. But I think he sees obvious that the Paul George. Um, I mean, I'm not saying this is going to be continuing, but right now he is the best player on their team. Um, so I think he sees that, and Paul George playing well equals wins. And I think that's what he's worried about the most is getting wins and getting to the playoff. Because the ultimate goal for all those guys is to win a championship. Right. So, I mean, if Paul George is going to help you do that and you're not playing as well as you think you should be playing or the way you've played in the past, having a Paul George who's averaging 31 a game right now, I mean, that's only going to help you get to the ultimate goal, which is a championship. And believe me, Russell Westbrook's ultimate goal is to beat Golden State. Don't get it twisted. I believe that. Is there any level of concern? I want, I want you guys your opinion. Any level of concern that Russ is two years ago he was averaging ten free throws a game. Now he's averaging five. Mm-hmm. He's only shooting sixty percent from the line. Mm. He's shooting twenty three percent from three. They're winning games. I'm not concerned. No concern. I'm not concerned. At this I point. wonder how you know we kind of talk a lot about like when you shorten benches in the playoffs. How deep are they going to have to go to be successful? Yeah. And that, that's like a big thing. Teams really, not necessarily now, because we're about 31, 32 games in for everybody. But who's, point, who's their backup point guard right now? Schroeder. It's, it's Schroeder. Schroeder. Okay. And he's played well for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been fine. I think I think he, he's he, he's better served as a backup. I don't think he was a, a starter. He's a high-level backup. For yeah, yeah, he for is. Sure. He's a high-level backup. Yeah. I don't think he's quite a starter. He could be, but I'd, it didn't work out that well. Yeah. I did want to touch on D'Angelo Russell real quick, kind of talking about that. Okay. Yeah, because we're finally seeing like, yeah, as Kyle's rocking the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, he does got his (laughs) his Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) So we're finally seeing just how good he can be. And I'm not even like you're you're the guy that knows more about ceilings and stuff than I do. Like, are we close? Like, is this like are we like are we tapping into his ceiling at this point? I don't know that yet. I still think he makes pretty bad decisions. He's a bad decision maker. I think he's super skilled, but until he starts making smart decisions. Like like more like what we're seeing with Lonzo, where I think he, I think Russell's maybe more talented than Lonzo, but Lonzo just makes better decisions. Um, In and out, of the I think Lonzo. he's also but had a leadership. Do too. we? Yeah, but yeah, that's Lonzo. Are 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 his numbers inflated at the moment? Though? No, Brooklyn's been of, on a huge one. I know they've been he's on it. I know, but 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 Karis Levert isn't there. I so, I get that, but like, so and he says, would, would he look as good if Karis Levert wasn't hurt right now? They should be rocking like a. Good three guard rotation. They should with those two and Dinwiddie and, and yeah. Dinwiddie, who's also it's been more, fantastic. He's been, yeah, he's been lights out. Yeah, and they kept him, which is huge because Brooklyn never keeps guys like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but he's he's played well, you know, because he originally I don't even know if he was in their rotation when they first got him. So I mean, I mean it was the like, Bulls decided to keep Cameron Payne over him. I know, it was a very smart Pistons decision. Got rid of them. It's, they're, they're still, <laughs> they're still hanging on to that Doug Pistons McDermott trade. Him. They're like, no, nah, we won. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> we got Anthony Morrow out of it. <laughs> Who they waved, didn't they? Yeah, like literally. No, no, he, did he play for a little bit? He played, he played for, for a while. little bit. A little they had Joffrey Laverne. Jo- yeah, that was a terrible trade. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I mean, we're really starting, I think, I'm, I'm with you. Like, decision-making still needs some work, but... We are really starting to finally see him like, tap into his skill set. Like we've seen flashes for a few, for the three or four years he's been in the league now. And <laughs> I don't want to talk him up too much because Sean has him and Darren Fox on our fantasy basketball league. So yeah, I need I need one of them. I need one of them. I can't talk him up too much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm so I'm I'm having fun with this Brooklyn team. They've been a lot of fun, and he's really been a contributor to how fun they are. You said that earlier, though. Like I've been saying, you've been saying yeah. that the, the, they're a fun team. To I got watch. two points I got right this year. Yeah, Kemba Walker and the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> oh, well, and 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 Jared Allen. I mean, he has been fantastic. Like like I mentioned before, he I feel like he's gotten like a big block on every NBA star this year. Yeah, I mean he's he's just had some net, na- and he, he's not afraid. No. At all, he has no he has no fear at all. He goes up because most guys uh, you, you make a business decision not to get dunked on. Oh, yeah, now. you know what I mean. And he just he's he's young and he he just goes up there and does it. And he's been he's been great too. That's what well, we can attest. They're a very yeah. fun team. I've never right seen now. a block so hyped. I know. I know. Yeah. Just the internet like breaking. Yeah. Well, think, yeah. about, think about this though. They they threw out that crazy stat. One of those ESPN stats where it's 
LeBron's had 1,750-some-odd dunks. And, and ten only blocks. had nine or ten of them blocked ever. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, well, it's, it's it's pretty hyped. It's like, like Ryan and I can tell you, like, that's that's Texas basketball now. They're going to get big men that just do cool things, and the rest mm-hmm. of their team's going to suck. <laughs> Jared Allen, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba, the trend's begun. Yeah. Yeah. That's Texas basketball. Texas basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Katie was actually really good in college, so that's the difference. By the way, Rick Barnes, number one team in the country right now, Tennessee. Weird. Whoa. They got wow. The yeah, he's good. Yeah. We talk about him a lot in Ryan, our show. Ryan just went to the college game. Yeah, uh, so the week. I was going to actually, that was I was going to bring that point up next. Thanks for taking my segue. <laughs> It was a good segue, bro. It was. So don't you, edit it out. <laughs> no, don't. You both actually. I want to kind of get both your takes on this, um, since we're basically covering all of our week, our show's topics in one. You guys, this year, you were just at the CBS Classic mm-hmm. at the United Center, mm-hmm. saw, saw North Carolina, Kentucky, Ohio State, and UCLA. You were at the Champions Classic, being of the year, which was like the most hype regular season college basketball game in decades. When you're at those arenas, when you have like just this huge, huge arena, it's not Assembly Hall, it's not Rupp Arena, it's not you know the KFC Yum Center. Actually, KFC Yum Center could be an NBA arena for sure. Um, what's that atmosphere like? Like, does it recreate? Does it like? Do you have the feel of a college basketball game when you're there, or is it just like it's a college basketball game from a distance? Uh, I would say this weekend definitely you saw the two different. Like, like, were there any Ohio State or UCLA fans there? No, I was just about to say. Like, literally, <laughs> that was the most boring atmosphere ever. And then, literally, I think it was like 30 seconds into the, the first game as it was over. Literally, there was go heels and go big blue chants back and forth already. So, it literally, they, I think it's depending on the program in an arena like that. But they definitely took over. Um, I mean, you can see the different momentum shifts and everything like that. I mean, you saw UK play. They travel great. Yeah, it was... I don't know how it was at uh, CBS, but I know at the Champions Classic, I would say like 90% of the upper bowl was all UK. Mm-hmm. Like, entirely UK. They travel um, crazy. Yeah, they yeah. do. So, you know, everyone had their pockets, and there was, you know what I mean, you'd get your team spirit from everyone, but then kind of the cheaper seats, uh, where you could get kind of more your casual fans that are going to... Um, they're gonna go it was all UK but I didn't think it was as hype as it should have been um I also didn't think it was as close and competitive as it should have been so that could have sure that could have played into it as well um yeah I don't know I I think it would be hard to say without being at like a Cameron Indoor or something along those lines sure yeah but I've also gone to Rupp and I don't think the crowd is that crazy. No, Rupp crowd it's, sucks. Yeah, they got it's ninety older, year old people. It's a lot of older yeah, folks. Don't is. stand up. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a lot of older folks. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want you to stand up during the game. They yeah. don't want you to like. You can clap. You got to clap from your feet, like from the ground, like. Also, bad arena. Yeah, not a good. Whoa. Not, not a, a, no, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's attached to a dead mall. Yeah. Like like people like we we went to we went to Rupp and I was like this is it. Dude, it's like the mecca of basketball. We are convinced that Rex Chapman lives in all the empty stores at Rupp Arena. Yeah, he does. He's there. <laughs> yeah, he does on a regular. Because it's like yeah. anytime they're like, "There's something Kentucky. There's something going on at Rupp Arena." Rex Chapman just walks in the door, like, "Hey guys, I'm ready." Yeah. You guys need a uh, halftime three point uh, contest? I can <laughs> I can take anyone on. Yes. I also uh, I saw the Elite Eight at the Yum Center. Oh, that'd have been oh, cool. Yeah. Years ago, the Yum Center is electric. It's it's really good. I didn't really care for that. I've been to a bunch of U of L games there. Um, I think that the U of L games did a lot better than the Elite Eight games, actually. Mm. Uh, but the Yum Center is a really good atmosphere. I think I don't know. I think that just having not home teams, yeah, in an arena. I just haven't had that experience where it is insane. Well, I can attest for that too because last year I worked the NIT when Northern Kentucky went down to Louisville. And even in a game when like they had this disappointing season, they have this black cloud over them. They have an interim head coach. People were there, you know, like people were nuts. It was a snowstorm, and people were there, and they turned out for it, and they were going crazy. And like you would have thought that NKU were the fucking Golden State Warriors. How mad they were at them, and it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if you could find a better atmosphere than like two teams playing in their city, like the crosstown uh, shootout. That was nuts. You know what I mean? I think that you just can't recreate it outside of your city outside of your home arena yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know if you can recreate that it'd be hard yeah it's hard to do yeah and i appreciate those things like i mean for you you had to see four top 10 teams in a night like 
not often you get to do that. Yeah, people calling me a dick, and I was wearing a Michigan State shirt. I'm like, hey, man, if anyone's not a dick here, I think it's fair to say it's me. Like, you should be buying me a sympathy beer, right? Like, Michigan State. I'm not the Kansas guy or the Duke guy. Or the there UK. was a Duke guy at this game. Yeah, right. I'm not that guy. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. My buddy texted me today. He lives in Dallas. So he was at the Cowboys game today. It's kind of his, He's like... Every time I go to like an NFL game, he's like, I lose my mind because people wear like every team's jersey there. He's like, I'm in Dallas. Like the Cowboys are probably the most popular like brand in the NFL. He's like, and I see Steelers jerseys, I see Rams jerseys, I see 49ers jerseys. He's like, they're playing the damn Buccaneers. Gotta go to the football game. Where my football jersey? Gotta wear my football jersey. What's the problem? Like, what's the problem? I get it in London. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, here... And no one has a Jaguars jersey. So, uh, <laughs> you go to a London game, you have to wear your Eli Manning jersey you bought six years ago. I like ago, that. Remember? Football clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I got me football outfit on. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Christmas Day basketball, guys. It's one of my favorite the days be- of the best year. day of the year for NBA fans, really. Dude, yeah. Like, I know we've talked about this on a show in the past about, like, favorite Christmas Day games and things we remember, like... I always bring up 2006, Heat Lakers, Shaq is straight to Miami. Mm-hmm. They go back there. 93, Bulls Magic, Jordan Penny just went at it. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, it's it's always a game that there's something that happens. Uh, 2016, Cavs, Warriors, Kyrie Irving hits another game-winning shot. Yeah. Like, it's the best day of the year, and I love it so much. And, like, I plan my Christmas Day festivities around NBA basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, you know, there's, probably, there's one game I don't normally care about. Like, this year, I think, at noon... Oh, the noon game's always crappy. Yeah, yeah and then they, the, they always put yeah, yeah. And then uh, I've seen a lot too. People have been bringing back the like. Do you remember that commercial they did? It was oh, like yeah. Harden, Curry, Rose, the yeah, the yeah. yeah, and like LeBron gets the dunk at the end. And I went, wait a minute, guys. Derrick Rose doesn't shoot threes. What is this? <laughs> that was this year, baby. Uh, so the noon game is the Bucks and Knicks. So the Knicks were the first team to ever get a Christmas Day Correct. game. It was, it was in like I think forty seven. Okay, so it feels. You know, as a Lions, it's a tradition. As a Lions fan, okay, I know <laughs> about day, losing Thanksgiving. on a holiday. <laughs> I cannot strip it from us. Um, it no matter is, what the record is, huh? They just it like... is the Super Bowl for the city of Detroit when we get it because it is a tradition. We know we could plan it. You know what I mean? I, I have not been to New York City for Christmas, but they play every year, so I would assume that it's probably a similar thing. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to knock them for having a game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I, was just, I think more or less like that's the one game I normally miss because it's the earliest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christmas in the Garden. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna I be. Mean, cool. it, yeah. That's got to be dope. I mean, I think the NBA probably wishes that Porzingis was back. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it sounds and and, 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 if, and I feel I'm I'm starting <laughs> yeah. to feel like he might not play at all this year. Well, apparently he's getting evaluated in February. In so February, he right. seems like yeah. he seems like he's a little late right now. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just I don't. Why? Why? Why push him out there? Yeah. Their yeah. next twelve games are like all losses, so they're going to be <laughs> yeah. full Zion the next yeah. 12 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They have a chance of literally losing every game for the next 12. <laughs> and what does that mean for the Bulls? <laughs> I mean, like, literally. I mean, I mean so. yeah. RJ Definite, Barrett. Definite possibility. Okay, okay. So, what's, what's the second game? So who's who, who's winning the first well, game? Well, obviously the Bucks. Obvi- the Bucks obviously yeah. the Bucks. Yeah, Giannis, obviously. Giannis is going to drop 32. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, I think he might drop 40. Well, I was getting, he's getting 40 in the garden. Okay, yeah. you, you think 40? Yeah. I think 42. I think right. we'll by, go with it. Milwaukee is favored by 10. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> cover. I'm definitely laying the points. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> laying twice over, please. You are not lying about that one. Yeah. So the second game is Thunder Rockets. Ooh. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a slugfest. You could have swapped In this Houston. game out for me. Yeah, yeah I, but, I don't but, care about the Rockets anymore. I just, I just. Well, don't. we got we got to look. So they got Austin Rivers now. Ooh, God, yeah, yeah, they got Austin Rivers. Needle mover, needle mover. <laughs> but Harden is still gonna he's still gonna play his ass off. So I mean, it's gonna be basically. So is he just gonna like Harden. skip four times to take a jump shot now? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's playing his former team. It's. It, I think it'll still be a good game. Yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I think right now the Thunder are just a lot better. They are. I, I'm not. I'm not saying they aren't. But I think this is. I think this is going to be. I don't think this is going to be an easy game for the Thunder. Houston's favored by a point and a half at home. Really? 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 Who hmm. wins? 
I still like OKC. Yeah, I think the Thunder are going to win, but I think it's going to be. I think I think it's going to be a close game. Gee, Ryan, okay. what do you think? What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just zoned out. I I would take OKC. I think that they'd have the perimeter defense to yeah know, to take their offense. Okay, Plus, like yeah. playoff P is going nuts right now. Yeah, I don't know when that's going to slow down. He's in the zone. Like if this was NBA GM, he would like have constant fire. It wouldn't just be three shots in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's on it. So third game is the five thirty. 76ers Celtics. Best game of the day. This is when your day starts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're, after, you're right. You're right. You're right. After dinner, oh, man. and you're sitting there, your <laughs> belly's full, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's five twenty. You're like, man, I'm just settling in. Celtics Sixers. Let's get it, baby. And we've seen this game already this year. Yeah. Because you know it's opening night, but that Sixers team's different now. Obviously, it is. So <laughs> it is. a lot different. Very different. Yes. Oh, was, is Butler still Celtics, out? The Celtics team is different too. Yes, they, they are. are. Yeah, like, like and they're, they've had this thin. weird like Hayward could dunk now. So they were like ten and ten, and then they went on a huge win streak, and now they suck again. Right? I don't yeah. get them. Well, I thought they'd win the title, and now I go, oh Tim, God, bro, what is you doing? I think we were, but we were also sure. We're like, oh no, there's no doubt. I mean, yeah. like, no, like there was no doubt in our mind, and like I just the chemistry's not there. It's not, and they've been really bad defensively. I mean, you got a bunch of young players that were. Getting lots of minutes last year. Yeah. Who are not this year. And, you know, I don't know if it's a, a mental thing or I'm kind of pissed off because I should be playing kind of thing. I don't know. Well, Terry Rozier has done shit since, like, in his minutes. Like, he has not been good this year. Yeah, which is funny because we were looking at what for a contract for him you know, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, this I mean, was, like, going to be his, like, earn it year. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and he's, he's not. So, But, you know, is the game in the Garden or is this game in Philly? Uh, it's in the Garden. So they get the first two games against Philly in the Garden this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, whatever. Fucking Celtics. <laughs> but um, yeah, but no Baines, no Baines. Yeah, no, Baines. yeah, yeah no that's Baines. true. Ooh. That's really like Marcus, true. Marcus Marcus Mo- Morris has been hurt the last couple of games. So I don't know if he's going to play either. Yeah. I'm assuming he will, but he's been Is out. Jimmy Butler down still? I think he's been, I think he's back. Is he back? Yeah. I highly doubt he misses Christmas day. No, no, no. Yeah. It's going to take yeah. him to cut his toe off for yeah. him to not play. Yeah. yeah he'll play. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a great game. I'm excited for it. I think, um, I think with how much the teams are different, it feels like a new game still, even and though it, we've seen it already. And Embiid yeah. is kind of rounding himself back into being Embiid. And he has been very honest about how much they have struggled against the Celtics. Yeah. He's been very honest. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, who you got? I think I'm going to take the Sixers. Okay. I don't feel confident about it, but I'm going to take the Sixers. Okay. I can tell by your face. Not, very little confidence. <laughs> I don't bet on who wins anymore. I'm, I'm done with that game. GLK, who you got? I'm going to go Boston at home. Okay. I, I think it's really hard to play in the Garden. It is. Okay. Well, Sean? Um... I'm gonna go with Boston too, just because I think that it's it's a big game. I think they're gonna step up. Right, I'm rolling with Philly. Ooh, two two, okay. Benny, break the tie. Um, I gotta go Celtics in the Garden, dude. I yeah, guy, my guy, dude. Yeah, I gotta I'm, go Celtics in the Garden. So they're wearing the earned it jerseys because every playoff team is a special yeah. jersey. The Celtics jersey is sick. Yeah. I got my daughter, who is one and a half this year. I got her a Tatum jersey. And I got her a Blake Griffin jersey. Nice, so nice. Yeah. Excited to nice. Uh, to give those to her. So the next one is obviously Lakers Warriors. Lakers Warriors at eight o'clock. So I'm gonna be honest about this. I totally understand why they made this game. If it were me, I would have made Lakers Celtics on Christmas Day. LeBron versus Kyrie, the history of both franchises. Whether it's at the Garden or the Staples, it's gonna be crazy. Not that the Warriors isn't like a huge thing, but. Mm-hmm. I think I would care more about that than another LeBron versus the Warriors Christmas Day game. I, I like I like LeBron KD. I like LeBron Steph. I feel like LeBron and Steph might actually not like each other. Yeah, and which is interesting. It's starting to come out more and more that Steph has struggled on Christmas Day games. Yeah, I I like this one. I don't know. This is the game of the year, man. I think <laughs> this was this be... was my game of the year on our on our article. This is it. This is the game. The one article you read a year. The this one was article it. I read. It was very long. It was a very long article. It was but good yeah, article. I think uh, I think this is this is tradition. Wherever LeBron's at, he's got to play the Warriors. So, and we this Until might be the this might literally up. be the last year this happens. <clears throat> I mean this this team might not be a team next year. So, so. That's true. So here we go. Ticket prices. 
um, the last eight years, so since 2011, mm-hmm. um, ticket prices, okay? Golden State, L.A., um, the average ticket to go to that game in L.A. is about $1,300. Damn. Um, Sign me up. Let's roll. What are we so doing? So the next closest, um, as far as the highest average ticket price, was 2015. That was Golden State, Cleveland. Ooh. So... This is three hundred dollars cheaper than, or more expensive than that ticket. So this is possibly the most expensive ticket for a Christmas Day game in the last eight years. And you know that these two teams are gonna play. This isn't gonna be a take it easy regular season game. And this is where you get to see LeBron actually try in the regular season. Fine, like I'm just force. I'm excited <laughs> to see him really, Full force. really give it all. Yeah. Um. And, you know, even, like, do you remember those two preseason games in Vegas this year? And even those games, like the Lakers and Warriors, they were going at it like a regular season game. It was fun. It was awesome. yeah, yeah. I think, um, okay, so, like, obviously, uh, the question is, like, how did the Lakers win this game? Besides LeBron. Like, what if, I mean, we know LeBron's going to do LeBron things. But what else can they bring that can can defend the Warriors, stop the Warriors? I'm sorry, the game's in Golden State. Is it in Golden State? Yeah, because it's... The champion always hosts Christmas Day. Yeah. Okay. What can the Lakers do? Yeah. How can they? How can they win this game? What necessary? Like, can Kyle Kuzma do enough on Draymond Green? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If, if anybody has played well this oh, he's year, been, he's been he's been that guy. Has been the number two. I mean, so um, you, I really like. I really like the way he's played. And I really like that Rondo is back healthy, and I really like that Lonzo is playing defense the way Lonzo is playing defense. I think that helps. However, we have a, Brandon Ingram versus Clay Thompson. All oh, right, you've got is, some. No, you've Brandon, got some is really Brandon playing? Bad matchups. He is going to play in the game. Yeah, he he's was got back, some bad. Back Friday. when they, he got he back, back on Friday. Friday. Yeah. How would he do? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like he's getting <laughs> traded. <laughs> I'm so like over Brandon Ingram, and I hate that I am because I want him to be. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he brought was... <laughs> Kyle brought that up. He's like, you know, at the beginning, the first one we did, you know, this year, like, why do we think he's a good player? And like now we're really questioning it. Like, I, I don't know. We don't. We, we still don't have answers. <laughs> we don't have answers for you, Kyle. You were you you're always you're always poking the bear. That's what I like about you. <laughs> like right now, they're playing the Grizzlies. It's a 34-34 game. Brandon Ingram has. Six points on two of five shooting. That's not bad, you know, whatever. But on the other end, Jaron Jackson Jr. has sixteen and four. Like that, po- that, like that part of the game is still kind of like this big, this wondering factor with them. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. is sixteen and four. God, he's so good. That he he's is. So yeah. So, does anyone add anything before we say like who does and doesn't win? Um, because I think we kind of have a general idea who's going to win. Think, no, does anyone think the Lakers will win this? No. I think they can. I mean, it, it's... If I had to put money on it, no. Would I be shocked if they did? No. That's yeah. That's anything anything with... <laughs> that's that's I, I, feel, I feel like I'm any, sorry, any team with LeBron yeah. has a shot to win any game. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I can't discount anything that he does at this point, so... I'll take the dubs, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Warriors are going to win, but... Yeah. Yeah. Is this the game Steph Curry breaks his Christmas Day slump? Is this the game he breaks his ankles? <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry broke is, his ankle today, still dropped 60. Don't do that. <laughs> is this the one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Golden State. I think Golden State wins this. I just think that, uh, like every other team they play against, too much firepower, too much Curry, too much Durant. I do think the Lakers will get a win against them this year. I just don't think it'll be this one or Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. I think that this will be one of the best Lakers games we've seen, though. I do, too. Oh, I would agree with 100%. that. Absolutely. Right now, we're, It'll be like, competitive. Right now, we have that. Is it right? Yeah. Well, I know at least a point this week. I haven't checked the stings today. But we are really close to that Lakers-Clippers playoff series I always wanted. Just so, like, everyone wins. No one has to travel. Fans don't have to do anything. You get Jack Nicholson one time. Yeah. Crystal the next. I mean, it's... Pen- yeah. Oh, man. You don't get Penny Marshall anymore. Oh. She's like a Penny Marshall. Yeah, I love you. Always loved you. League of Their Own. I just got sad. What's the last Christmas Day game? Uh, Trailblazers at Jazz. Hand wank. Yeah, Dame Dollar. (laughs) Blazers win by ten. Utah is favored by six. Is it at Utah? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. 
Does the NBA get like four points instead of the usual three points at home? No, I think it's usual. I don't know. But like, does anyone have fun watching this Jazz team? Like, even Donovan Mitchell's down this year. No, this was when we did our team preview. It was just like, so who's going to score on this team? Yeah. Right. And, I mean, you traded for Corver, but it's still like, eh. All right. Traded for Corver. Dude. <laughs> That's bleak. That's bleak. And they were like, <laughs> apparently. So the only reason I read yesterday, the only reason that Jabari Parker, Derek Favors deal hasn't happened yet is because Favors can't be traded till the 15th of January. Again, who the fuck is making that trade? Who is like, who in the jazz is like, I think yeah. that's a, I think that's a terrible trade for both. Yes, teams. it is. Like they don't need another big in Chicago. Marketing, Carter, unless they ship out, unless they ship Rolo. out Rolo, which would probably have to happen for that to you know, which you know, someone's going to take Archie Diakono, bro. No, <laughs> on such a team friendly deal, they're not letting him go. Oh yeah, you're plus right. his dad's friends with Gar probably. <laughs> All right, so if you had to make the Christmas Day schedule, okay. Any four games. Ooh. Which games are we? Which games are we doing? Well, we have one already. Sixers Celtics. Sixers Celtics. I don't think I would change. It. I think that's I actually the matchup I want to see with both of those. Same. Teams. Yeah. Sixers Celtics. I would rather see if you who who would you rather see Golden State play? Yeah, at this point, you're right. Yeah, I just think for me, like I like I said, like I love Lakers Celtics. When it happens, I've got to see it. And I thought Christmas Day would have been a great idea for that, especially with the LeBron Kyrie angle. Like that's storyline central. And so is Golden State the Lakers, too. So it's like... LeBron did come out and say, ask me if I would want to play with Kyrie, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Which I, which I think was at least worth acknowledging, since he didn't say, ask me if I would want to play with Steph. Yeah. I don't think he did, at least. Did he say anything about Tristan Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so which games would you want to see? You know what? Honestly, of the games that have been this year, the the ones that have been entertaining to me have been Golden I would like State to see the Toronto. Raptors. Golden State, oh, yeah. is so good. They've, yeah. they've both have been entertaining games. So then, would, Golden State can't play the Lakers. I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say Toronto, Indiana. Toronto, Indiana is another one. That's yeah. a good one too. What about the Bucks. Well, I mean, yeah. just because they were not I would putting like them to there, see... we don't have a team for them. What about what about the Pelicans versus the Bucks? <laughs> AD versus Giannis on Christmas Day. I don't hate it. There's, no. so, there's so many teams, though, that aren't big market teams. Toronto's not a big market team. They're yeah, a fun no team to watch. City. Yeah, I know. Utah, I agree. Utah I agree. Utah and Portland's playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, yeah, who, who greenlit that? <laughs> it's just like, this, this, this is what we it's need. It's 1030 for a reason. Talk so, about the hipster game, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm, not <laughs> I'm not watching the Lakers game. I'm holding out for the Utah <laughs> <laughs> game. It's fundamental basketball. Yeah. There's no LeBron James and Stephen yeah, Curry so in that game. Passing, cutting, screening, rolling, rotate, <laughs> and drive around and dump the ball. No dunking, all layups. That's what we do. <laughs> right, 1964 college basketball. What is a fast break? Explain that to me. <laughs> but so, what do we have right now? We have we're so we're gonna stick with two of them. Say, we're gonna yeah. stick with Lakers, Warriors. We're gonna stick with Celtics, Sixers. Yeah. Toronto, Milwaukee is a good one. Like you said, I, yeah. I like the idea of Indiana on Christmas Day. I think that you know they're kind of getting into that next level of being pretty damn good. Yeah. Um. I would. I would watch. I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets shirt, so don't get mad at me. Nets Knicks. I, I would wear Nets. I would watch Nets Knicks. I would too. Yeah. I would too. The Battle of New York. That's, that's a better game. Yeah. I, 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 I think that would be fun. That would be built-in fun. Battle of the Boroughs. I, I don't it. think the NBA was prepared for Brooklyn to be as fun as they are. They were. It's just been. A, it's been a great bonus. And they or, have a, and they own their draft pick this year. Yep. Wow. Or <laughs> you take which two rookies are the hottest rookies as far as like. You know what I mean? As far as like which ones are getting the most buzz, mm-hmm. um, and you do like, you know, rookies play. Give me like a Luka Doncic versus Jaron Jackson Jr. Christmas Day game. Yeah, you can Jaren, make it the ten thirty game. Jaron Jackson didn't get the most buzz at the beginning, like when the schedule comes was, out, though, right? So right. we're talking like Luka Ayton. You're sure. talking about Luka Ayton. Luka Ayton or yeah. something of that. Luka Trey Young because yeah. they were traded, right? Yep. Like yeah, something yep. of that. That would be. I think that would be a fun matchup. Yeah. I would. I would rather watch Luka versus Ayton than I would watch. Portland versus Utah, personally. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like it's just going to be like the Damian Lillard versus Donovan Mitchell show. 
Yeah. And like I like that's that just players. Normal, that's just a like, Are we are we do that on a Thursday games, night? Games are, every night I feel like. Right. I, are we just are we tired of the currently constructed Portland Trailblazers? Is it like we've I've been just, tired we've, of that for years. We've just we've seen it for so long. They haven't been over the hump. Is it time to you know, it's like one of those things that's like when they have regular like great it's, regular it's, seasons, should, you can't should take McCollum be traded by now? Why why is he still on the team? Yeah. yeah. I mean Like why is this still going on? I mean they're it's not they're not going to get anywhere with this team. They're the good Washington Wizards, where you're like, you guys need to that break these two great, up. That is a like, great comparison. I yeah. like that. Yeah. You need to break these two up, but... Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I think they, maybe Portland, they could swap some players, you know? They were, I don't, they were like Toronto last year. Where they, they, had, they had some good top yeah. talent, top yeah. talent. Especially in the backcourt. And they said, all right, we're going to shake it up and actually go for it. Yeah. And I now think, Toronto has a shot at going... At going to the that's what happens when yeah. you have a GM wow. who's not afraid to make moves. Besides. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think too. Like, I think we're at the point of Portland where we just can't take them serious anymore. No, like we I, can't I completely be excited agree. about good regular seasons because we know it's going to happen. Completely agree. And obviously, I understand there's Golden State there, but it's before them. You know, like yeah. last year, like they were better than the Pelicans. The Pelicans just had Anthony Davis. Yeah, and he was unbelievable in that series. Yeah, and like Drew Holiday was great too. Yeah, and Rondo. Sure, Drew Holiday was. Yeah, so good. Holiday was really good that in that was, series. Yeah, and it was like a next level uh, performance from him. Mm-hmm. But like Portland, it's like I mean they've gotten out of the first round, but they kind of feel like they're in a nutshell the NBA Cincinnati Bengals. Cool, you made it. What now? Mm. You put the Bengals on them. I did. <laughs> At me. At me. Put the put the Bengals on them. Yeah. Uh. So but they're the Bengals. They're not fighting each. Other. I don't know. This is we're talking the good era, like oh. the five years you went to the playoffs and losing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, not not right now. That is the good era. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Yes. Yes. Jilted. Very jilted. All right. So Kyle wanted to do a fun segment of like our general idea for our Christmas wish for our NBA teams. Hindsight, mm. Sean and I root for the same NBA team. So, all right, I'm gonna, you guys mm. are gonna start. What is on your Christmas wish for the Bulls? RJ Barrett. R- just RJ Barrett. Just RJ Barrett. Just and RJ Barrett. In a front office that cares. Yeah, like, they can suck, but if they were, I would, office, I, would cares. I would be happy if it has if, to be a re- okay. It has to be a realistic thing. Okay, so realistic. okay, <laughs> okay, okay. For a pony okay, or a motorcycle. <laughs> okay, well, okay. RJ Barrett's realistic. Okay, okay. okay. Our, sort of. <laughs> I know every team wants KD to sign with them next offseason. Right, That's right. Not how this is going to go? I would, I would like the Bulls. Personally, I would like the Bulls to get rid of Jabari Parker. It's going to happen. Rolo. Yep. And, and Justin Holiday. By the trade deadline, I want to get some second round picks. Wow! I don't even it doesn't have to be that realistic. Like, oh like I want some second round picks, and I and I, I just want I want their contracts off the books, and I I think it's you know, and I think just letting the young players play, and get it. And there's so many wings on this team. I mean, it's just it, it it's ridiculous. So that, that's my wish is for them to get rid of those three players. If they get rid of those three players, which is a very this is like this is this is an easy thing for them to do. This is this is me being realistic. You guys have been naughty this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so naughty. But bags of coal naughty. I still think I still think you guys will get cash considerations for Christmas this year. In your stockings. In your stockings down the chimney, you guys will get cash considerations. That's all we're looking for. I know yeah. that. We, so, we know that. Yeah, I'll stick with my RJ Barrett. Only because I know Zion's probably the better person. I think RJ's a better fit for what the Bulls want. I'm going with better talent. Every you time. Do so. you want a primary ball handler? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I mean, right now their primary ball handler is Chris Dunn. Right, so. no, I'm asking. Yeah, and I think that, and I think that RJ's, like, Zion, I'm not saying Zion's not basketball intelligent by any means. RJ has total great basketball IQ. And, like, he just, you know. Who do you think is going to be the better NBA player, though, in five years? I think they both are extremely yeah, they both, good. It, so like, it's really like, hard it, for me it, to say. It's really tough. But, like, wouldn't you say, like, that's a, that's a close race. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I think Zion's more electric, obviously. Yeah. But I think RJ's, he has the hype. I think yes. RJ's game kind of transitions better as okay. though. Okay. As a score. Okay. Even though he did just go 0 for 7. If he's, if he's telling me this, then I'm on board. <laughs> what the fuck would I have to say then? 
No, but he's he's over here like really pondering shit. Yes. Like he's like looking up at the yeah. lights, like just like yeah. That's my normal state. Yeah, yes. yeah. You look Don't like you're always better. thinking. For the so. record, this is the most structured show we've ever done together. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. But I mean, as but as but as Bulls fans, like, as I mean, I love R.J. Barrett. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I think he would fit well. But like, do what, you think the Bulls deserve Zion Williamson? I don't. No, no. But I mean, is but even if you don't deserve him, I mean, isn't I mean, isn't that putting eyes to the city? Isn't that? I think Ben. ben free agent, we're free talking agent about the wanna, market that had Michael Jordan. There's always eyes on the Bulls, whether it's <laughs> shitty or good. Well, I, I get that, but even still, like if you have a Zion Williamson, I mean, isn't that a guy that that people will? Want to no. gravitate towards? Don't you think? Not in that front office. Like free agency wise. Not in that front office. No wow. one wants to play for Gar Foreman and John Paxson. No. I mean, look at every horror story you've heard since Jim Boylan came out. Like Fred Hoiberg was a bad coach, but we didn't have this many horror stories in the three and a half years he was there. Right. So yeah. like, no, I don't wow. think so. But let's get, quit being sad because it's Christmas, guys. Ryan, <laughs> what is on your Christmas wish list for the Lakers? And yours is probably the most realistic of any of us to say something drastic. Um, I was even going to say something about Carolina because I'm still heartbroken. We can say that too. I'll, uh, Lakers, I mean, I just want – I think LeBron needs some help, I, like superstar-wise. So, who's, I mean, who's the second best player on the team? Right now. Kuzma, I would say. I mean, I love Kuzma, but – you Lakers fans are Kuzma lovers. I love it. I know. I just love Kuzma's, Kuzma's because he loves great. Kobe. Kuzma's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he loves Kobe. He's so. fun. <laughs> what do you think? think that, like, do you think it's true that Kobe's only the fourth best shooting guard of all time? I'm not, I'm not even having a discussion about. <laughs> Why are you Kobe trying to right suck now? him in? Why like do you that? always do this? Why are you trying to suck him in? Why do you do like this that? shit all the time? Because <laughs> it's fun. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop. It's the way you looked at me. I'm not answering that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know Kobe's great. I just like to mess with people. I, oh God. But I mean. Do you want like an Anthony Davis under the tree? Do you want like a kind of cool? You know, I, it's just hard. Man. He's not getting know. traded this year. No, he's not. He's not getting traded this year. And the Celtics really can't make that move, right? Because they have the franchise player designation with Kyrie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can't make that move either. So, so Ben, yes, sir. You have the Pacers, who have incredible fun, who are a very fun team. Absolutely. And what do you want the Pacers to do to be more fun? Um, because they make Nick McMillan look like he can coach basketball. Yeah, I know. Did you say the Pacers are incredibly fun? They're very fun. Fun? Fun. Oh. Fun, fun, fun. Like, not tonight we are young, so we're going to set this world on fire fun, but fun. <laughs> yeah. they, they have some fun parts. We, we, we've done some things well this year. Um, honestly, Is this year you actually want to see Miles Turner be like consistently good? Yeah, that's why I keep bringing up the Miles Turner stats with his six straight double-doubles. Like, because... As wow, much as we, guy can read I mean, yeah, right, exactly. But as much as we've, you know, as malign of, you know, as malign as he's been, and as much as we've done and said bad things about him, he's actually kind of turning a corner, I guess, a little bit. And like you said, he is close to seven foot. He should be averaging double doubles, but we haven't seen that in his previous year, so it's pretty pretty nice to see. I'll, so that actually would have been on my Christmas list, but he's actually playing pretty well. So I was from me to you with him one time when I was at a Pacer game mm-hmm. and I was scared of how big he was. Yeah. Like, like he's a huge individual. I mean, most of those guys are, are <laughs> like I've been big. around, like I was around Willie Collie's sign. I was like, Oh yeah, he's tall. Yeah. But like miles Turner is just like a fucking he's got broad. Yeah. He's yeah, just strictly he's, a brick. Like yeah. it's like, which is weird. Cause it's exactly how he shoots too. It's yeah. just brick. So. It's weird. Cause you're in the studio with me like every week and you're not scared. So. <laughs> when weird. you walk in, I go, Oh my God. I'm a shreddy <laughs> Shreddyville, baby. You know what I mean? Just shredded. Shredded out. <laughs> um, but my wish list for the Pacers, honestly, um, the Tyreek Evans thing really hasn't worked out the way we wanted mm-hmm. it to because he's been injured. He's been in and out of the lineup. So I know we talked about this on Shot Collars last week, two weeks ago. I really want them to find a viable backup guard um, so they can get a little bit more depth. Um, I know we talked about KCP. I would love to get a KCP in there, um, you know, uh, to back up, just to be a backup guard for, for you know, because Tyreek just hasn't worked out. But that would be on my Christmas. I would love to get somebody Good there. shooter. Yeah, somebody who okay. can shoot well, who can defend. 
um, who plays good defense, who you know is a is a bigger guard who can play on the wing, like a Kent Bazemore. Yeah, kind Kent of Bazemore. I yeah. love it. I would love to have a Kent Bazemore. Like go. that's okay. that's a move that I would love to good see. Good realistic you know. thinking, guys. Right. Yeah. I like so, it. I like yeah. it. So, yeah. It's not a motorcycle, so, but a scooter. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you know, it's not a Harley, but it's a Suzuki. You know, it's all right. You know, yeah. so but yeah, that would be on my my wish list. There. I mean, like I said, they're playing well. They've won seven of the last eight or eight of the last nine or something like that. Do you so. want new uniforms? Because I feel like they suck. Their uniforms are pretty bad. <laughs> 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 they're, I mean, their, uni- their uniform choices are pretty... Outside of the Hickory joints, I mean... Other than I that, wish they still wore the white Hickory. Dude, I went to a Hickory game uh, two years ago. Yeah, see, I love the white Hickory joints. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I wish we would redo the uniform a little bit. But other than that, though, I, you know, I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised by my... By my pacers this year, it's been. I really have two. Good. They've been fun. They have been. Yes, so. Kyle. Fun. So, Kyle, since it was your segment, I wanted to leave this with you. Detroit basketball. What do we want on our Christmas list for the Detroit Pistons this year? Chris Dunn, you got it. All right, cool. <laughs> we got you covered. We'll give them to you for an old bag of socks. That's pretty bleak, man. For Reggie Bullock. <laughs> I feel like. You like ham sandwiches? There you go. <laughs> I like we'll give him away for ham sandwiches. It's, it's okay. I'm not married to, to Chris Dunn. <laughs> I feel like we're better than that. No, I would like a positive um, point differential. Right now we uh, we have a negative point differential. We're a playoff team. Um, I guess technically we're a playoff team, but like, are we? See if we if we have a negative point differential. So that's that's the main thing I want. Um, Glenn Robinson the third was a was a pretty good signing for us in the off season, it seems, and he hasn't really been a factor at all. Um, Which is weird. Cause good or bad. He's such a fun video game guy. He is. He's, he dunks, he, he shoots is. threes. If he, was just, if he was just a little bit quicker, he would be the ultimate video game player. He is. And he's, like, fine at everything. Yeah, he is. He's a fine defender. He's fine yeah. at shooting. He's, yeah. he's fine. How tall is Glenn Robinson? 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six, six, six. Six, yeah, six, six. Six. Okay. Or so. Um, so, do you want to get rid of him? Is that what you're saying? No, I just no. wanted to do it like anything, good or bad. I like how you're like, no, let's just just do better. Yeah, do better. Yes. Okay. Um, but he's on a team friendly deal, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, like three million. Three million is it? A, is it a one year deal? Yeah. One year. Okay. Yeah, there's always right. a deal to two K. There's no. Trade there's down, no remember? risk there. Yeah. You could always trade for him two K, and they just give up nothing. They'll always give give up. Uh, Throw a second rounder. He's fine. I want them to continue to play Bruce Brown, the young guard out of uh, Miami. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah, he's been, he's good. been good. He, he will lock you down. Yeah. Yeah. Man. There was that video of him on Drew Holiday like a week or two ago. Oh, my gosh. He is just – he's Drew Holidaying. Drew Holiday, yeah. like, for yeah. real. Um, now, how so, tall is Bruce? He's, like, 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five six, five. Is, is, he, is he a point guard? He's a combo guard. He's a combo guard. Okay. Um, like a Kirk Heinrich. When I think combo guard, that's just right where my brain goes. I'm sorry. Yeah, he uh, he's good. We got him with like the 39th yeah. pick or 40th pick or something. Because I remember you being really excited about Kyrie Thomas. I was, and he hasn't really been a factor this year. Um, I do like his game. Yeah, I do too. He's a 3 and D guy. He won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, for the Big East twice. Yeah, he's so a Creighton. You know, he's a Creighton guy. So you know he's good at defense. He mm-hmm. shot like forty-two percent from three in college. Because I know all about the Big East, and that's in three years of college. He shot forty-two percent for his career. So he's like literally a three and D guy. Yeah. Um, and he's another guy where he's like a guard wing kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, well, I just just like to see that. Yeah, Bruce Brown is six five. Six five. Yeah. Six five. There you go. So we're what thirty three games into the Dwayne Casey era now. Yes. How do you feel about it? Where do you, you know, like you've seen a lot of like you've got a lot of good individual performances this year. Obviously, the Blake Griffin fifty point game that you were t- that you attended. I don't think anything's touched that yet this year. But you've seen a lot from a lot of people. Like Andre Drummond's been really good this year, as expected. Outstanding. Um, you've gotten like decent point guard play from both of them at different times in the year. So how do you feel about everything with the team right now? I definitely like his system. I. I question personnel stuff mm-hmm. um, kind of often. Um, today, like, Drummond didn't play in the fourth quarter, like, almost literally the entire time, which was weird. Zaza's playing a bunch. Um, well, you got to break some ankles. 
Yeah, it's just, again, like, weird stuff, yeah. right? Like, he doesn't like Luke Kennard. Yeah. He doesn't want Luke Kennard to play, like, ever. Um, I don't know. It's, so you, do you think there's a method to the madness? Or I do. Just... I trust the guy. I trust the right. guy, and I, I'm, I'm really being patient with him. And I, I'm really not trying to question him, because I, I trust him, you know. Um, I think his rotations are better than my, like, basically auto rotations I put in a 2K, right? Right, right, right. I trust him. I just, uh, I don't, I don't think the same as him, obviously, uh, which is why I'm not a professional coach. Um, Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's different than what I would do, um, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Also, with five seconds left, they were down by three today against the Hawks. And Langston Galloway went for a layup with no timeouts and missed. So that's kind of on Dwayne Casey as well. I um, love the end of your Alonzo article when you're like, just do me a favor. Just work on your layups. If you're in the fast break, we don't see him miss another one. Please, well, he's pro, man. yeah. He's, he blown more fast break layups, I think. That dude needs to get in the layup line. Do an extra, do an extra round of the layup drill, man. He's just on one end by himself, just going and like passing the ball away. The, uh, the last thing I'm going to say about the Pistons is... Langston Galloway needs to be talked about yeah. in the same way that Montrez Harrell is with shoes. Oh, yeah, Langston you're right. Langston Galloway's shoe game is Stepping crazy, up. guys. No one's catching up the tuck, but yeah. there are some people out there uh, picking a good Langston run. Langston Galloway might be P- in PJ's that conversation for real. PJ's. PJ's a goat. Yeah. PJ broke out the KD1s this year. I mean, he's When's the last time you saw the KD1s? Langston broke out the Grinch shoes tonight. Kuzma I mean, wore those this year. What? No, yeah. like, no, not the, the not, Kobe Six Grinches. No. Oh, he had a custom Grinch. Yeah, like they had. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, who was the guy that had the Jordan, the Jordan like, like Grinch like Christmas? that? It was actually that was Jimmy Butler, but that was a Jordan shoe that was made. Okay. Oh wow. Where they put him on a PG? What? Yeah. What is that on? Don't know. No one even knows. Uh, you're oh, the, they're like all these shoes. All these shoes or I think that's a Kobe AD, isn't it? Like it all is a Kobe AD. God, I'm good. All these shoes. <laughs> now you guys are on my wheel. Oh, man. <laughs> Rocco's modern life. Who's, who's, is, that, is that what Langston, Langston actually Gallo. wore the Rocco? Respect. Ooh. Yeah, we're actually going to get new LeBron Christmas kicks this year, I found out. We don't know what they're going to look like, though. You Nike's buy are, them? Probably not. Okay. Nike's doing the LeBron watch again where different games he'll wear a special shoe, and okay. then they'll put them for sale for a limited time until they run out. Mm. Yeah. It's a cool thing. I dig it. So I think with that being said, guys, um, we can go and wrap up our special holiday edition of the 48 Minutes Network special. Um, thank you all for kind of tuning in this year and really kind of giving us a lot. We've grown so much. Oh, thank you all for your response to our new digs. We're really excited about the new logo. We thought we needed a new fresh paint job, and we have really excited about everything. So Kyle Rayner did a great job running that. Uh, contest for us with 99 designs shout out to 99 designs um also we're gonna have a contest on our twitter account this week at 48 minutes network ntwrk if you want to win a lebron james funko pop and live the united states this is the one for you so don't don't live outside of america (laughs) it's it's free to enter (laughs) free to enter so with that being said guys Open your eyes, lend us an ear. We want to say Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year! Merry Christmas, everybody.